Dustin can read. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another story special edition of Dustin Can Read. Yes, I'm really excited to present this one. Um, I actually made this back in October for Fright Vision's CarveCon 2020. They asked me to be a part of their Campfire Storyteller session. It was a video they made, and it actually included a bunch of podcasters and authors and blog writers and Instagram personalities. It was, you know, really fun to do, and it was cool. It's a really long video, but it has a lot of stories in there. You should definitely take your kids over and listen to that, because that's who it was made for. So keeping that in mind, I thought, all right, it's campfire. I need to tell a campfire story. So I went looking through some old stories that I wrote as a tween, like I always do, and I found this one. Only it was a third-person narrative with dialogue back and forth between characters, and I just thought, I don't want to play all these parts. So I decided to change up the story and tell it from a different perspective. And I actually changed the ending a little bit as well. So at the end of the story, after you're done listening, come stick around, and I'll tell you what actually happened in the original tale. So for now, though, I'm going to re-release this so you can, you know, listen to it anytime you want to. Come back to it. It's fine. And But I definitely want to encourage you to go find Fright Vision's YouTube channel and check out that video from CarveCon 2020. It was really fun. Actually, all the videos from CarveCon 2020 were great. And, you know, show them to your kids. It's awesome. So without further ado... Here is The Noisemaker. What goes bump in the night? Why does an old door always creak? What makes a bare tree branch scratch against your window? These sounds can be explained away, but they always bother us. They leave us questioning, what's that? Who's there? Be sure to listen to the snapping, the scraping, and the creaking. For if you don't, you may find that the most terrifying sound is silence. I'm going to tell you the story of the noisemaker. See, I first heard about the noisemaker from my grandfather. According to Grandpa, the noisemaker was a tiny creature that stalked the streets of our town, scaring people with spooky sounds. Sounds like a mouse squeaking under your chair. Or footsteps following you on a dark street. Apparently, he liked to watch for kids who were telling scary stories. When Grandpa was a little boy, he and his friend were telling ghost stories in the woods behind the middle school. The next day, his friend went missing. They couldn't find him anywhere. They only found his coat hanging from a tree in the woods where they had been telling the ghost stories. He was never seen again. My grandpa told the police they heard someone moving around in the dark woods that night, but they couldn't see who it was. They even heard him singing in the distance. This is where it really gets weird. The voice they heard said something like, Over the hill, behind the tree, up in the air, is where you'll find me. me. I told this story to my friend Eric when we all gathered at his house one night to tell ghost stories. Just as I finished the story, we heard a rustling outside the window. We all jumped. What was that? 
When we rushed to the window to see who it was, we didn't see anything at first. Then we saw a shadowy figure of a little doll-like man running into the streetlight. He stopped without warning and turned to look at us. The streetlight cast an orangey glow on his face, making him look almost like an evil troll. He had frizzy gray hair and long eyebrows that came to a sharp point at the sides of his eyes. His mouth was wide with many pointed little teeth as he smiled briefly at us. My buddy Eric quickly pulled out his phone to snap a picture, but then when the flash went off, we noticed that the man disappeared almost instantly into the darkness of the trees. When we looked at the picture later, we couldn't see the man at all. However, in his place, we saw a pair of glowing red dots. They almost looked like cat eyes reflected in a flashlight. <laughs> they all thought I was pranking them. They thought a friend of mine was probably dressed up and listened for me to tell the story of the noisemaker. But that was far from the truth. I didn't plan that. I don't know who that little man was. But I wish I did, especially after what happened to Eric. See, Eric and his twin sister Laura were training for this bicycling marathon. They were really into it and wanted nothing more than to win the race. One day, the twins took a new bike route that took them over Huckleman's Hill, the steepest spot in town. At the bottom of Huckleman's Hill was a fallen tree. The bike path wasn't far, so they stopped to take a break for a sip of water. It had been a while since either of them had been near the woods. After that, the story gets a little... strange. According to Laura, Eric wandered over to a large tree. The tree was fully equipped for climbing. There were branches going up the trunk almost like a stepladder. Apparently, it was too enticing to pass up, so Eric grabbed a branch and began to climb. Laura tried to warn him that it could be dangerous, but Eric, the daredevil, never listened to her, but he should have. About halfway up, a tree limb snapped, and Eric went tumbling down. Then, according to Laura, he just disappeared, right into thin air. She looked everywhere for him, but there was no trace of Eric. She ran home to find her parents, and they ended up having to put out an amber alert. No one knew where Eric had gone. They put a search party together to find him. Practically the entire town was looking for him. We couldn't believe he was gone. It was really scary. Then, one day, Laura found me in school. She told me that they had found Eric, but something was off. I asked her what was wrong, and she said that Eric told her he found himself in this weird laboratory with a little man who was messing around with a bunch of junk, making strange sounds by striking things or rubbing objects together. It was the noisemaker. <laughs> he tried to hide, but the little troll knew he was there already. He started chasing Eric around the room, holding a giant maraca and shaking it like he was a rattlesnake waiting to strike. Freaky stuff. Per Eric, the man's mouth looked extra wide. With all those pointed teeth, he said he was afraid the noisemaker was going to open his large mouth and chew him up for dinner. He told Eric he had to be punished for trespassing. Eric was confused. Punished for trespassing? He didn't mean to be there. But that didn't matter to the noisemaker. He was going to get Eric no matter what. <laughs> he lunged at Eric, trying to eat him up with his huge mouth full of razor-sharp fangs. Luckily, Eric jumped out of the way and accidentally pulled a lever that opened a trap door underneath him. 
He said he fell down fast and landed hard at the base of the tree he had been climbing. Eric was back. He was finally safe and out of the clutches of the noisemaker. This all sounds like a happy ending, but there is a twist. At first, Laura wouldn't tell me what was wrong. She kept tight-lipped like she was embarrassed or something. I begged her, but she said that I had to see it for myself. So, I followed her home that day. I had to know what had happened. Everything became all too clear when I saw him. See, when Eric got away, he thought he had escaped the noisemaker's punishment for finding his hidden lab. But he hadn't. The noisemaker punished him all right by taking away Eric's hearing and ability to speak. He was permanently silenced. Eric wouldn't be able to make a sound for the rest of his life. So if you're ever telling ghost stories and you hear a noise just outside, maybe don't go investigate. And remember, never go into the woods alone. You never know if you'll come back the same. If you come back at all. <laughs> the end. I hope you all enjoyed that story. And I want to tell you a little bit about the original tale called The Spooky Sounds. Like I said before, it was actually a third-person narrative. And Laura and Eric and I actually kind of wrote this from the perspective of a character named John that was at the party. Um, that was at his house and they were telling spooky stories and whatnot. So the real thing that happened with Eric. So Eric goes up into the tree and then when the noisemaker tries to go for him, he falls through a trap door and he falls down and he falls down and he hits the ground and Laura finds him. And next thing you know, he can't hear and he can't speak and he is freaking out. So they, you know, they take him to all the doctors, they do all these tests, they can't figure out why this kid just can't speak all of a sudden and why he can't hear anything. They think it's psychological, but he, you know, insisting, no, 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 and he tries to tell them, but of course, you know, nobody believes him. So what happens is they actually leave him at home watching TV, he has the closed captioning on, and, and so he can't hear anything. Remember, he cannot hear and he cannot speak. And some people break into the house, and they sneak up behind him, and they gag him, and blindfold him, and tie him up, and throw him into a closet. And he's scared to death, and he just, you know, somehow gets the gag off, and he tries his hardest to say that he, it's a stupid little rhyme that I came up with, but it was, I never went up the hill, I never went up the tree, behind the tree, I never went up in the air, and I never found he. <laughs> so, yeah, it was... <laughs> It, it, it was a, it was a fun little ending. So it, it basically he went back, and you know, kind of went back and reversed what happened to himself, kind of thing with some magical words. And it was a little silly. So I actually kind of liked the new ending a little better because you know, learn your lessons, kids. <laughs> Stick with the group. Don't go wandering off. Don't be mischievous. You know, basically that was kind of the moral <laughs> of the story. So I hope you enjoyed this. Please feel free to reach out to me on social media. On Twitter, I'm at Dustin underscore Holden. On Instagram, at, at Dustin Can Read. And you can get me on email at DustinCanReadPod at gmail.com. I'd really appreciate it if you can rate and review the show. It helps me. Um, it helps me get better. You know, and it helps me actually reach more people. So that would be really helpful. And, you know, subscribe as well so you can be alerted when there are new episodes. Thank you again for listening. And until next time. Dustin can read.